co-founder recently created his own Bernie Sanders-inspired ice cream called Bernie's Back. It's cinnamon ice cream with chocolate, a butter toffee center, and then a hint of icy hot. Um, I needed to pay more attention to that joke. That's a decent joke. Really? Uh, Bernie Sanders ice cream. Uh, so yeah. we're, we're on this Wall Street Journal article that's pretty darned interesting uh, and, and not surprising to anybody. This is why customer service feels so lousy. Companies know how angry they can make you now and still win your business. This is so funny slash horrifying. And obvious. It's horrifarious. And, uh, and it's got to do with the amount of data that they can collect now. They record all the phone calls. So down to the, your tone of voice, how long you're on hold, um, you know, prices, all this. How far they can push you before you'll actually leave them and go to another company. So do they have like a red flasher that goes off as you're saying to the customer service idiot, listen, I've already told you how many. And, and it, weep, weep. he's at a four. Your customer is at a four. Sir, I think we can help you. I'll tell you the key here in just a moment from the Wall Street Journal, what you got to do. We got a number of texts about this. And I've been complaining about customer service getting worse for a long time. Um, I wonder if some of it has to do with it's so hard to fire people, so you don't have to be as concerned about being a good employee. That could be part of it, right? If you're yes. the front desk person at a store. But they're related. They're related. Because if you, back in the day, you would be fired because there was a perception that we will lose this person's business if this person keeps abusing our customers like this. And now, you know, there's no, there's no real incentive. If you know how mad you can make people, you're not going to be proactive or careful about it. Yeah. But who's, yeah. Yeah. And they've, they've made the calculation that look, they, they don't like the, the the surly person at the front desk, but they're not going to leave us for that. So I'm not going to pay extra to get a happy person at the front desk. I, I understand that calculation that they've made. Right. I hear your point though. I mean, if you can't fire people, You'll find a way to work around it. But now it is always amazing to me. And like, I want to do something for this employee when it happens to me. Like you can go, to, you can go to some sort of store and you ask somebody, you know, I can't find the blank. Do you have any of these? No, we probably don't. Probably don't or don't. Right. I don't think we do. Well, are you sure? Is there a way you can check? Right. Or you run into the employee of, you know, that really works. No, I don't think, I think I'm, I think there might be somebody over here and then they go look over there and then I think we might have some back. Wait for just a second. And right. they, and they like really go out of their way yeah. to make sure you get this thing. It's not going to have any effect on their pay. In fact, it was, it was more work for them to satisfy me than if they had just said, no, I think we're out of those. Right. But they did it anyway. Yeah. And I think that, I think mostly, most of the time now, it just comes down to your personality when you run into people that do that. But I'm always so pleased when I come across one of those people. I think, thank you. I really needed this X. And you got it for me. And if it had been a lot of other employees, I wouldn't have gotten this X because you had to do, you had to make like, Two clicks on the computer to check and see if you have it in stock or walk 15 feet. <laughs> but a lot of people don't want to do that. You ever done the uh, phone first thing? You call and you say, hey, do you have any X in stock? And they say, yeah. Then you get there and they don't. And they oh, say, yeah. uh, computer said we did. Where's the shelf? It's right there. It's 10 feet away from me. You couldn't look. Couldn't eyeball it. <laughs> We got this text from somebody 
who worked in customer service. The major grocery store chain I worked for wanted me gone, I think, because I was too helpful and too many customers texted or emailed nice comments about me. I don't know if I buy that, but I like this part. Why would uh, you want to get rid of somebody? Well, like right. That? I, I, You're I, paranoid. I, yeah, I think that's paranoia, but I like this part. I busted my butt for customers, except in the deli. I refused to make sandwiches because that's a guaranteed complaint area. I refused to repeatedly do the sandwich bar, so they encouraged me to resign. <laughs> I'm not making any damn sandwiches. <laughs> a deli. I bet that is the guaranteed complaint area. That's too much mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm... <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm super picky about some stuff, but I just I can't get mad about that stuff. I just I don't uh, either. I I definitely life's too short. I definitely know people who do. Yeah, yeah. I think. How would you know how much mayonnaise I want? I don't think you did it on purpose to make me mad or anything like that. But. Right, right. Um, but so I, I ought to get to the key, the key thing here that the Wall Street Journal seems to suggest. Yes, please. You're abusing our customers by screwing around and not getting to the key thing. As they go through a bunch of people that in this particular had, uh, situation had trouble with AT&T. That's amazing to me. I've found their customer service to be top-notch. AT&T, I'll tell you this. Should I even say this out loud? Probably not. Michael, what do go you ahead. think? Go ahead, as always. <laughs> Here's been my experience with AT&T, particularly oh, going around to the cell phone stores. Your co-host said probably not. If you if you go to a, a store with my iPhone and I say, I'm on this plan, can I get this? And they say no, go to a different store because you will get a different answer. Oh, boy. I've had that happen over and over and over again. You get a different answer if you ask a different person or ask the same person in the, a different person in the same store. But you will get a different answer. go out the front door, put on a fake mustache, <laughs> go back in and ask the same person again. Adopt an accent. Right. <laughs> Hello, my friend. You will get a different answer. That's been my experience. But anyway, the telecom giant is among the companies employing artificial intelligence to gauge customers' behavior patterns and personalities to pair them with customer service agents. Wow. I wonder if I should come off belligerent right off the bat and they say okay we got we got a live one here this guy might actually leave we got to get him to the customer service department that's actually going to help him that's a recipe for a pleasant society well i i I understand but i'm trying to Uh, game the system no this woman is pleasant and kind and polite she'll put up with endless like my mom or somebody let's abuse the crap she'll put up with endless crap right so keep her on hold forever she would never hang up or switch companies if she ain't crying we ain't trying that's our (laughs) motto Wow! <laughs> so be angry right off the bat. That's my suggestion. Boy, that's funny. I've my oh, God, dang it! My my wife is so wonderful in so many ways, but she will get upset pretty quickly if she's being screwed or messed with or whatever. She she doesn't, you know. She goes to zero from six from zero to sixty a little quickly. That's a way to do it. Well, apparently it is. Apparently it is, and I've been wrong all these years. Saying, listen, it's a problem to solve. Work through it. We'll be good. I'm not sure with the customer service. It, it, it pans out. Just In the rest of life, maybe, but yeah. not with the customer service people. Yeah. Uh, matching the right agent to customers improves the likelihood of a positive outcome. Measured by resolution rate and satisfaction scores, said an AT&T uh, spokesman that declined to uh, give their name. So they actually do take the person that seems pretty hot and get them to the, we better get this worked out person. Right. I mean, that's actually what's going on. And if you're wow. nice and pleasant and kind of, oh, okay, I was just hoping that, well, okay, never mind. Forget it. Forget it. I'm going to stomp on you. Um, and this is what they said happens in a number of industries. And I, I've, we've all had probably had this experience happen with like dish or something like that. 
if you say you're going to cut them off, they will all of a sudden pull out all the stops to make sure you're happy. Sure. Yeah. They will get you the price you want. They'll get you the DVR you want. They'll get you the phone plan you want. But you have to actually be willing to walk out the door. Right. Which is. Which is, you shouldn't have to negotiate that hardball. Yeah, but that is negotiating. I don't hate that. Of course, I, I hate negotiating less than a lot of people do. I, I get it for but, your boss or whatever, your job. But yeah, I hear on, you. Just, I'm just a customer. I shouldn't have to threaten to leave to get somebody on the phone that's going to pay me any attention. Good Lord. Well, it, well, yeah, it, that, it wasn't that yeah. way for a hundred years. Right. Why is it now? Right. Well, because of algorithms because and artificial of algorithms. intelligence. They didn't know back in the old days. The little mom and pop hardware store didn't know they could push you as far as they could, and so they well, tried. Really- maybe they were moral or nice, or or had a long term view of things. Or- Does this all get back to the whole quarterly reporting stocks thing? Everybody's just interested in this second. That in the mom and pop shop of any kind, your kids go to school with their kids, and you're going to see them Thursday night at parent teacher night, and they don't want to be a jerk to you. Right? There's that. But those stupid idiots have been crushed by first Walmart and then Amazon. Go away, mom and pop shops, with your idiotic service. Um, well, we got to take a break. I got the best and worst industries ooh, for ooh. customer satisfaction. I'll hit you with that coming up from the Wall Street Journal. Actual, they this is for real. This is not like Glamour magazine or something. And and the airlines call it a scam. I call it smart. How to save big on your airline tickets. I'm so ashamed that I didn't think of this myself. I didn't wheel well. (laughs) Yes, that's it. All next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We have struck on a nerve. I, I hope it's okay that we've taken a little break from talking about mass shootings and racism. Important topics need to be discussed, need to be figured out. Yeah, but not all day. Not all day. Come on. Come on. You got to live life. You got to love life. Life goes on. For, for most of us, God bless the victims. But um, And there'll be more opportunities to talk about this, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Um, Wall Street Journal with an article. Got my attention. This is why customer service feels so lousy. Companies know how angry they can make you and still win your business. And wow. And at first, at first, when I thought that, I thought, oh, so they've realized they can push us further without reading the article and realizing they've got data to back that up. They've got, in the cases of some of your big companies like AT&T, they've got millions of interactions. Actually, they probably have millions of interactions per day that they can feed into a computer with customers and figure out how long they can keep you on hold, how how you know how angry you have to be. The tone of voice analysis is fascinating to me. Before you'd actually abandon them and go to another company, right? We're actually Hans and I were just discussing. Have companies figured that out with employees? Really big companies. How much fig- they can abuse them? How yes. far they can push employees? <laughs> They have all the data on how far they can push employees before they'll quit. You know, it's funny. My son, who is now, let me do the math. He's about to turn 25. Um, has worked for two retail companies uh, post-graduating from college. 
One was the pay as little as possible, abuse as much as we want, they'll quit, somebody else will get hired type company, which I will not name because they have attorneys. The other company happens to be Trader Joseph's that has a very, very different philosophy of paying better, empowering their employees, helping them advance through the company, the rest of them, and they're often on uh, the top of the list of the best companies to work for. Some sort of and Hawaiian just, shirt uh, assistance program, I, I'm assuming. I see all their employees wearing Hawaiian shirts all the time. They they must have some <laughs> sort of corporate policy for that. Right. It it may well be, but everybody's like happy and spirited there, and I think it, it helps them a great deal. It's like we talked about In-N-Out, uh, Burger, and uh, what's the other one? Oh, Chick-fil-A. Um it, it makes a difference, and I think they prosper thereby, but not all companies have decided to follow that model. Yeah, a couple of people did mention, how can you ignore the fact that Chick-fil-A and In-N-Out are at the top of the list of burgers people like when their customer service is obviously better than the other the other companies? But Right. On the other hand, how much of that is psychological? I mean, those are both delicious uh, foods, but, I mean, if 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 I went to a place and it had the most exquisite burger I've ever had, I mean, every bite is just amazing. I can't believe how good it is no matter how many times I go. But every time I go, they scald me with hot water. <laughs> I mean, you're just, you're not going to enjoy that burger much. Your brain will tell you no, no, no. In the same way that a Chick-fil-A is, is yes, yes, yes. I do uh, notice all- a, a tangible difference when I go into a chain, big chain grocery store versus a Trader Joe's. The, the employees actually seem like they want to be there. And it's it's At just the Trader Joe's. Yeah, yeah. They, they want. They seem like they want to be there. And it's weird how just that little nudge makes a huge difference in in my experience as a customer. We got a ton of uh, texts on this. I mean, more than by far than we get on most stuff. Hit a couple, two, three. Always ask for customer retention. Yes. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yep. Um. Uh. Customer retention. Yes. That, that's my. F- Often one of my first moves, as opposed to, can I speak to your supervisor? Just specifically ask, can I speak to the customer retention department? That's okay. sending the message. Wow. One more word, and I'm out. Okay. Th- th- I'm, I'm guessing this is going to work for like one more month before the companies realize they've caught on to the fact that we have a customer retention department <laughs> that we didn't advertise. Right. Uh, but now everybody knows they've got it, and everybody asked for it. So we got to come up with a different person. So. Customer retention, you're now the regular, we now need the regular person. Right. Front desk. You're now called customer retention. Right. Customer retention, we're going to call you uh, a triple secret probation. This person <laughs> said, uh, I know, I'm in the know. Start all tech support calls with, I would like to cancel my services. Wow. What if they just say, okay, you're canceled. Anything else I can help you with? <laughs> but I, yeah, but. You know, I like to start all uh, tech service calls with, I know where you live. Oof. Uh, yeah, a lot of people say, please transfer me to customer retention. That is the magic phrase. Mm. I'm thinking we're real close to that one right. being ruined. We'll figure it out. I almost yep. wish I hadn't read these out loud so I could have taken advantage of that. Hey, it's like anything else. The good guys got to keep working to be ahead of the bad guys. Hey, I got to get to this airline thing. Um, the hidden city trick. And I think I heard of this once, but I always forget about it because I'm just, I'm not made like this and I'm ashamed of it. But the idea is if you're flying, for instance, from New York to L.A. and it connects in New Orleans. The leg of that trip from from, uh, New York to New Orleans is cheaper than if you just booked from New York to New Orleans. 
and I hadn't realized this. Um, so people are booking New York to L.A. and just getting off in New Orleans. They I've never had. Before. Oh, you have? I've done that before. Well, yeah. they're cracking down on it. It's thievery, Jack. I did that many years ago and got yelled at by somebody at the airline. I remember that. I'm when they figured th- out what I was doing. It was post 9-11 and it had something to do with that. Well, my two-letter response would be F-U. All right. But United Airlines is uh, I got, among I, the I think first. I, I think I said to him, I think I had a bathroom problem, all right? I had to get off the plane. I wasn't feeling well. What are you going to tell me oh, I can't? did you? You're going to tell you? me I, I have to get on my plane? Yes. <laughs> the airline is asking its employees to report customers who book using the so-called, so-called hidden city ticketing trick to corporate security as they're cracking down on this. Um, I accidentally came across that. I don't remember what the circumstance was, but I rem- I remember I booked a trip to somewhere, and I and I was only going. I only needed to go to Denver, and I just got off in Denver and stayed there. Jack, this practice can potentially offer discounts on airfare, but is not aligned with United's contract of carriage. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Am I supposed to be concerned about that? What about the sanctity of the contract of carriage? <laughs> right, more on that to come. Plus, Marshall has his news headlines. All sorts of good stuff to come. That's hilarious. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. So, quick uh, follow up on the uh, what do they call it? The uh, what's the term? Hidden city ticketing, mm. where you book a cross country flight, but you never intended to go all the way. You get off at the you know the layover city, yeah. and you save money on it. Um, they get corporate security involved, and it does have to do with laws that I think probably have something to do with terrorism. But once corporate security gets involved, repeat offenders are likely to get a letter from the airline asking to be reimbursed for the difference between the hidden city fare and the what? regular ticket. Um, no. Uh, and they've reportedly sent, uh, and then they threaten to delete all the miles in a passenger's frequent flyer account if they do not pay the difference. Um, mm, that one kind of makes sense to me. Although, yeah, although you booked the seat. I don't know. You yeah, paid for it. Yeah. I, uh, uh, Lufthansa even sued a passenger who had booked 38 hidden city fares. 38 for a total of $2,300. Seriously. I guess they're trying to set an example. I mean, how much time did your lawyer spend on this? Anyway, I don't know. It's probably ought to get in on this while the getting's good. One quick text. We don't usually do this sort of thing. Zach here says this texture. It's my birthday today. I'm 26, a fag since 2015. That's fag, friend of Armstrong and Getty. Yes. Love you, Jack, Joe, Marshall, P.S., the TMNT. What is that? The TM Jack Joe Marshall PS the TM treasure known as my I'm trying to figure out what the the treasure Michael well probably a reference to Michelangelo and Vincent or sorry Hanson says here yeah I'm a truck driver and you guys help me get through the day every day so appreciate that I guess I mostly read that trying to figure out what the TMNT is. Anybody Teenage got an answer? Ninja Turtles. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I doubt that's what he meant. I don't uh, believe we have any on staff. News. No, we could use one, though. <laughs> news now with Marsha Phillips. On an entirely different matter right now in El Paso, there are still a number of people in critical condition after the shooting over the weekend. El Paso officials revealed two more of the shooting victims died on Monday. 
raising the death toll to 22. Number of injuries now at 27. Yeah, it's it's, it's weird that we focus only on the deaths. You know, you get shot at a Walmart. I mean... Well, and, the injuries and, could be lifelong damaging, plus what it does to you mentally for the rest of your life. Right. By the way, we got this uh, text from a friend, um, Justin Miller. Who is Justin Miller? Actually tweeted, uh, he's a blue checkmark guy. The Gilroy shooter was a far-right extremist. Links to an article in the Daily Beast. Gilroy Festival shooter posted about far-right book before shooting. And then... There's a headline from CNN.com. Classmates say Dayton Gunman had a hit list in high school and uh, talks about his politics. The same guy tweets, CNN recklessly speculates that the Dayton shooter may have been politically motivated. The shooter's tweets or politics have zero relevancy because he killed indiscriminately. So that's some absolutely wonderful hypocrisy. Thanks for your contribution to the national discussion. Justin Miller, whoever you are, other than being an a-hole. Meanwhile, the uh, El Paso uh, mayor, that's uh, D. Margo, said that he has talked with President Trump and confirmed the president... Oh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Justin Miller is the national editor for the Daily Beast. There you go. Anybody need to know more? You worked for New York Magazine, The Atlantic. Anybody like to know more about the Daily Beast? I rest my case. Back to the mayor of El Paso. He uh, talked to uh, President Trump and confirmed that the president's going to be visiting the community on Wednesday. President Trump called me yesterday. He was very gracious in the call. You all know of my history with the president as I've defended El Paso. He was very gracious, offered to help in any way he could. Margo is saying he's going to ask Trump to back their recovery efforts with any and all federal resources available. Well, I heard the rest of that quote in which he said, I'm the elected mayor of this city. The president wants to come and he is welcome here, which I thought was a very grown up way to handle it. Yeah. Since he could have gone with the whole we don't want a president who puts kids in cages, blah, 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 bullcrap. Finally, an adult. Um, uh, By the way, TMNT is. uh, And a whole bunch of you knew this, apparently. The where no not it's not teenage mutant ninja turtles you idiots it's uh the treasure that is Michelangelo treasure that is Michelangelo what no, that, those, that acronym does not fit you're right the, no the treasure that Michelangelo is um, that doesn't fit either oh darn it we had a whole bunch of texts saying that oh, you're right it doesn't work because earlier we had a Yelp review in right. which a person mentioned the treasure that Michelangelo is. Mm. But you're right, that doesn't work. That's a shame. On another front, <laughs> it's good to know that so many people with, with certainty responded, though. That's excellent. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, it is. On another front, more And then than... I didn't even do the basic check to see if the letters matched. <laughs> <laughs> is the show over yet? I've lost heart. I've just lost heart. All of a sudden, my will to live departed my body. <laughs> Oh, boy. I don't know about getting from that to this, but i got to tell you, more than 200 flights were disrupted. The roads were blocked. Trains delayed Monday. Protests going on continually in Hong Kong. Anti-government demonstrators occupying malls as part of a massive display of civil disobedience. This is a car races through the crowd of protesters back and forth. 
Police confronted him, firing tear gas and arresting more than 80 people. Mainland Chinese leaders now warning the demonstrators. Any attempt to play with fire will only As for their punishment, it's only a matter of time. Only a matter wow. of time. Oof. Hong Kong's chief executive, you remember Carrie Lam. She said the protesters are pushing Hong Kong into a dangerous situation and called for calm. It has been made very blatantly recently, either on the social media or through some of the violent protesters, that those ulterior motives are going to destroy Hong Kong. You're chilling, baby. Chilling. Of course, that's what she's going for. Yep. Sure. All right, my friends, how about a tactic to use on a first date? You want a, you want a second date? People, it turns out, who share food on a first date are more likely to go out on that second date. Oh, wow. That ain't going to work for me. Give me a bite of that. You going to finish that? <laughs> That's the conclusion. This is awful. Here, just reach over. Let me have one of those. It's the worst thing I've ever had. Here, take a bite of this. <laughs> That's the conclusion of a very large study carried out by University of Leeds psychologists. They found that nearly all of those who tasted each other's dishes while they were dining out on the first date wanted to get together with that person again. Well, I Cause think that's effect. Yeah, well, it's an effect. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty clear that you're comfortable enough with that person. You don't mind, you know, drinking out of the same. Like, you know, I drink you're out of my wife. I drink out of my wife's coffee or whatever. Um. I'm not going to do that with just randos. No, I'm very sorry um, you ordered the tasteless vegetable medley. You cannot have a bite of my delicious steak. You should order better. I hate better. the Sharon food. I hate it. <laughs> oh, I've always wow, hated wow, it. Whoa, wait, oh, wait a minute, well, Sean. You, no, you ordered it. I'll eat what I ordered. You're wow. stiff. Wait, wait a minute. The two of you. No, these are not this fair is... trades. They order something crappy. They want to trade for my awesomeness. This is not fair. We need to, we need to negotiate terms here. Wow, kindness, generosity, go Why? into your soul to die, apparently. And I, I pity the young woman, man or beast, who goes out on that first date with you. Was that too harsh? I retracted. That's a, that's a pretty good check if you want a quick check of are yeah. we going to date again, though. Because uh, if, if she says, no, I no, she wouldn't eat off the same plate that you've got, you're right. not going on another date. Right. Right. You know, I retract what I said, much as Sean's dates retract their hands after he stabs them with a fork. <laughs> That's my I mean, thing. Obviously, if you're going to have your tongue in each other's mouths at some point in the near future, well, that was Frank. The sharing <laughs> off each other's plate is no big deal. Right. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show. That's the conscience of the nation. But, but we all know plenty of people, including nice people. There's no way I would drink out of their straw. I just, I couldn't make myself do it. You know, that phrase of yours <laughs> turned me on a little bit. Honey, I'm coming in hot when I get home from work today. Just fair warning. Coming in hot. Fair warning. <laughs> Squawky. Squawky. Time to fly. I didn't get to the Wall Street Journal's article about the, the, the industries, businesses with the best customer service now that we've figured out that they, they're pushing us as far as they can, according to their algorithms, before we'll finally quit using them. I tell you what, let's get to that, because I think people would like to hear it. Also, um, the, the whole hickstery thing, Oof. where the uh, uber-enlightened among us are now spelling Anything to do with women with an X instead of a his or a men or whatever, and throwing in an R for reasons that are still vague to me, a funny, funny internal memo from a company that's dealing with this. Fantastic. Oh, sarcasmic, uh, fabulous. This segment will make Herkstery coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. 
The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, that's one way to look at it. We also might be less likely to care enough to deal with saving 15 bucks. I haven't seen the algorithms, Jack. So Good point, though. They both would fit in. Yeah, we're talking about companies that figured out how far they can push you, how badly they can treat you before you flake as a customer. It's scary. Down to analyzing your tone of voice on the phone. Look, companies, I've told you twice. <laughs> I filled out the form. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Bring in Jim. Bring in Jim quickly. Companies now equip call centers with software that analyzes a caller's tone of voice and pace of speech to determine how upset the person is. Angrier callers get routed to agents skilled at de-escalating conflict or in turn warned and advanced. The caller is now a volcano. There's a San Francisco-based cloud communications provider that works for a whole bunch of different companies that transcribes call center conversations in real time, sensing when a call is taking a turn for the worse. Uh-oh. This is going sideways. The customer sideways. is now a grenade pin in. That now pin out. That can help prompt a manager to listen in, view the transcript, and step in if necessary, if necessary, without, without having to ask the customer to repeat themselves. The customer is now a snarling pit bull. <laughs> Computing now a rabid snarling pit bull. Computing power and processing power have expanded enough that a company uh, makes a call center software that can, in a millisecond, make a decision when a call comes in of who to route it to. So there are different customer service agents. This person coming in in a millisecond, tone of voice, income, credit score, age, everything they know about you, past experiences, send them over to quadrant four. Wow. Where they deal with angry men with high credit scores, but yes. a lot of money. So That's they... me. <laughs> Finally, I get some. That's really interesting. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the best and worst industries for customer satisfaction, according to the American Customer Satisfaction Index. Well, that'd be the perfect index to look at. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's some good looking. Here's your top five. Breweries. Yes, television, yes, please. Television and video players. Personal care and cleaning products. Automobiles and light vehicles. And soft drinks. All, those all have the best customer satisfaction index. Soft drink? Who's ever angry at a soft drink? You're going to call Coca-Cola and say it's not fizzy enough or what? Right. Anyway, it's a rarity. Bottom five, uh, internet, social media, fixed line telephone services. Oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> Video on demand services. Oh, I had one of those a while back. I didn't think I was going to be able to make it through the day. I'm pressing rent. You need to press rent. That's what I'm doing. I'm clicking on rent. Have you clicked on rent? Oh, what boy. What did I just say? Wow. I think she was wow. actually messing with me. Wow. Internet service providers. Yep. Oh, and, subs yeah. and subscription television services finishes dead last. Wow. Subscription, subscription television services. They do not care. Yeah. 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 Well, it's interesting. Not all change is progress. Not all progress is progress. Think about it. So we got this note from Al Anonymous. Um... Talking about the whole, and we talked about this in detail the other day, how the ultra-enlightened among us, particularly in academia, are trying to get us all to say herkstery and change spellings and change words to be more enlightened. Some people say herkstery because they think it's a balance to history, like it's all about men, but that's not really the how the root works. And there's an X in there. And then there's the version with an X in it, which I don't even know what that is. 
Well, guys, uh, I, I'm not going to say what this person does for a living, but they're they going to teach a... my kids that in school soon. Oh, oh like. yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, absolutely. The curriculum is being formed. But we've not only adopted this at our business, the more enlightened way of speaking at work with the HX stuff, we've taken it one step further and simply swapped all the words that start with his or sound like they do to her and vice versa. Simply an exercise in what I've coined grammar equality. It's a little tricky at first, but it goes something like this. The patient came in for a routine umbilical hysnia procedure. According to their herstory and physical, they underwent a hysterectomy procedure two years ago. Patients report they suffered from mild food allergies related to meat products and as such has reportedly become a hisbivore. <laughs> Patients state they routinely take over the county anti-herstamines. Patients' procedure went successful as planned, despite still being under the influence of anesthesia meds upon recovery. The medical staff really took it to heart when the patient woke up and hizzle did, you're my hisrose. <laughs> <laughs> Easy done. Bring on the next wacko board college professor crap, writes Al. Well said, Al. You have my love. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Now, listen, in the I think it was the third grade. My kids had to do a herstory report, they called it, about some woman who had achieved great things. I don't mind that. It's okay. Um, I, and I raised two girls, and that's part of it, maybe. I like them to think I can be great. Is there anybody, are there any women that think about history and think because it's called history and his is in the first part of the word that women can't be great? I mean, uh, is anybody thinking that? Uh, push, petition to drop an F-bomb just today, <laughs> just once. <laughs> no, because that's effing stupid. <laughs> No, the, the the verbiage is idiotic. It's just the thought that right. hey, let's let's identify some women who've done great things. Well, sure, I'm fine with that. Just to make sure it's it's loud and clear. Although I think at this point in our society, it is with the vast majority of college graduates, law school graduates, whatever, uh, high school valedictorians are all girls. Now. Med school. I think we're fine. Yeah. Final thoughts with A and G. Yeah. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Yeah, let's get some final thoughts from everybody on the crew to wrap things up. Hey, it's Marshall Phillips, our esteemed newsman. Marshall? I am doing very well, gentlemen. I just wanted to let you know I'm going out on a date tonight. Yes, with a young lady who has agreed to sup with me. So, we will uh, report back tomorrow. Congratulations. How did you meet? Is that too, uh, you know, too much? Oh, no, it's fine. It was, uh, it was my old standby, the supermarket. Ran into, oh, each other, ran into each yeah. other the other day. I wish I had a 30-year game. That's a good one. Uh, I was going to guess you met at the drunk tank, but I'd have been wrong. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Let's get a final <laughs> thought from Positive Sean. Sean? Oh, I got a tri-tip that's been marinating for somewhere in the neighborhood at 12 to 18 hours. It's getting grilled up today, eating good at, at a Chateau Relaxo 2.0. By yourself? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll eat that for probably the next four days. I understand. I lived that lifestyle for a long time. You don't want to over-marinate beef, Sean. It'll break down the proteins. Yeah. There's a little pro tip for you. Uh, Michelangelo, your final thought? Yeah, there's a Marie Keller's near my uh, home, and I'm going to just back up my car, open the trunk, and say, give me as many banana cream pies as possible. It's a family favorite. You know? Yeah. Every holiday. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Jack, how about a final thought for us? Yeah, tell me that the thing you learned from that Wall Street Journal article wasn't you got to you got to start yelling right off the bat when you call any customer service. Oh, that'll improve society. Well, I, I, it's bad for society, but it seems like it's the best way to immediately get the attention you deserve as a customer. Where does one go to leave society? 
That's my increasing urge. If you're not angry, they're going to put you back on hold because they think, well, we can treat this person however they want. Well, I grew, I woke up angry, so I'll be all right. But I'm worried about the rest of you. Uh, my final thought, and I was really hoping to get to this story, that Germans uh, are, are calling the cops in increasing numbers because they're being woken up by hedgehogs having sex as the hedgehog populations have increased. And I guess they make terrible noises like cats or whatever. So do I. My only... <laughs> My only reaction to that is I'd love to hear the German word for being woken up by hedgehogs having sex. You know, Hegschlafen der Fargendargen. Because it's one See long you German word. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> that sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not... Uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? Armstrong and Getty.